Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 2 of the New Day Podcast. We're excited to be back after a quick break for the holidays. Yeah, it was a great break, but we are glad to be back. It was a short break. (laughs) We took one week off. It was such a weird... It was weird. Time was especially weird during that. I'm Ian, a learning development nerd here in Salt Lake City with a passion for communications technology and sharing what I find on my road to discovering my zen. With me, as always... I'm Angela... I am still learning and trying to figure out what I want to do in this life. Actually, close to opening my own business. That's mm-hmm. what I'm working on right now. Tend to be a kind of stay-at-home mom and grandma. Uh, <laughs> I don't laugh, Ian. I've had many careers over the years. They've all taught me a lot about life and people. You really know a lot about it. Watching you read people is actually kind of fascinating. Yeah, I like to do that, though. It's kind of something I enjoy. How was Christmas? How was New Year's? We had a great Christmas. Quiet, small. I would say everybody I've talked to. But it was still great. We had a good time. We celebrated New Year's happily with the Bash Music people. Mm -hmm. um, And Christmas, like I said, quiet, but so nice. I mean, I enjoyed it. How was yours? I worked. I couldn't get it off. I worked and did my usual shift. (laughs) Roommate was not here, so it was just me and the pups since Christmas Eve. Nice. It's been super productive because we've... Okay, we... I I make it sound (laughs) like they've been helping... I went through, did a lot of like cleaning, purging, getting ready for the new year. Yeah, that's always a good feeling, isn't it? I I, I get that from my grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing too is I hopped on and I did a lot of FaceTime calls. Oh, Instagram nice. Messenger and then Zooms with a select group of friends that reached out and were kind of having a hard time oh, well, over the holidays because yeah. we very much are still not <laughs> supposed to be around in large groups. It's true. It's true going to be that way for a little while. It so I'm, I'm thankful we have that technology. Oh, isn't it great? And that within just a few seconds, you can be either using your phone. I use my iPad. I've got, I, I got a new toy for my actual camera oh, that I can hook I, up and I, use I, that. I saw like that a, when I walked in. Yeah, I, I was playing with it because of the school stuff I'm going to do this spring. Nice. What does season two mean for us? Yeah, what does it mean for us? <laughs> have we figured that out? No, we have. In a nutshell, it really does mean a lot more. Yeah, more content. It, last year was shakedown cruise for us where we were oh, kind of, yeah. I mean, everything from figuring out a cable was putting a hum in some of our episodes to learning how to use the software, the mixer, mm-hmm. learning how to be interviewers. Yeah, I think we're finding our way through this and I think we're doing pretty good now. I each think we found each interview, yeah. we, yeah. I went back and re-listened where we get a little bit better each time we do it. We do. Our first one. Our guinea pig was our great friend, Chunga, and he did wonderful, and he was so patient with us, and he helped us through that one so well, but I feel we have improved so much since that He time. He really opened the doors for us. He did. We can't wait to have him back. No, I can't wait. I'm working on launching a website for us. Yeah, you've been working hard on that. Uh, it's So I'm moving it to a different platform that should interface with some of the things we want to do a little bit better. Yeah. And my goal really is to try and have that up and running by uh, middle of the month. Oh, that's a good goal. We're going to be, especially since no school till then, (laughs) a place where we can put show notes, especially share the reading lists and videos. Yeah, because we always talk about that, how we want to put that out there. And it's really hard on the social medias. Not Not, not as easy as we'd like it to be. We'd like there to be a website. And also links to other reference materials that we find. Special offers, because on occasion, like actually the meditation challenge starts this week for 10% happier. And anybody that wants to join that, let me know. I'm happy to 
If you give me your email, I can shoot you a link for that. Try and have a lot more guests. Now, this is mm -hmm. where it gets a little tricky. You and I are going to be trying out a couple of different platforms to see what gives us the best audio. Because we do have several guests that either are further away. Right. They, or... they can't just stop over here to the New Day Studios. <laughs> understanding that we need to really share what others have. Also, we want to make sure that you stay up to date yeah. with us. Now, a couple ways that you can do that. Easiest way, first and foremost, especially when we publish content, is to hit subscribe or follow, depending on your platform. Correct. And it will notify you as soon as an episode uploads. And the uploads seem to be actually going faster these they, days. They're super fast. <laughs> you can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. Just look for the New Day podcast. If you find the big green logo with the head icon, you know you found us. Yep. We're, we're pretty easy to find. You can also find me across everywhere is just hey, H-E-Y-E-N-E-I-A-N. That links yeah. you. I, I've tried to keep that as my moniker everywhere I go. And I changed mine. I used to be Augie Lady. You might still find me on Twitter by that name, but if I don't even use Twitter. But um, I'm the evil twin Angela for the most part across almost every platform as well. Don't laugh, Ian. You know it's true. <laughs> I feel like you're the better twin. <laughs> better twin. The fairy godmother, you know. Yeah, well. Hmm. I know. This week. Yeah. Now that we've got the housekeeping out of the way for season <laughs> two, we are talking about toxic positivity. This is one that I have definitely wanted to tackle for a while. But we had we had a formula we wanted to use to get to this point. Not only that... Honestly, when I say our idea board, and I shot you a whole bunch of yep, topics. I shot them right back, so. I haven't even updated the wall. No. I need to rearrange and. Yeah. But with toxic positivity, to put a definition on it, mm -hmm. Refinery29 and Psychology Today use the exact word for word. Yeah, they did. The concept, it focuses on so-called positive emotions mm -hmm. and rejecting anything that may trigger a negative emotional response and saying that's not the right way to live. Correct. A little bit simpler terms. Think happy thoughts and everything's going to be great. Right. Exactly. Good vibes only. Positive mantra. vibes only. Yeah. That kind of a mantra. Now, obviously, when we use those words, we want to help people. We, we, we think we're helping people. But let's, that's what we're going to dive into. And we're going to tell you why there can be some pitfalls to that and why we thought for the new year, it might be a good way to start off like this. Having that. Fingers in the ear. It's mm -hmm. fine. It's fine. It, it, what really always comes to mind when I see this is the, the little meme. The meme with the fire. With, with the fire all around the dog. <laughs> yeah, and he's sitting too. at the table and he's just drinking his <laughs> like, tea or I'm coffee fine. or whatever. This is fine. That is a terrible way to mm -hmm. live. Oh, it is. You can't. The reason I say that is there's a difference between being optimistic mm -hmm. and saying, I can get through this. Right. And just, oh, it's going to be fine no matter what's going on around you. Right. So, like, having a positive outlook on life is a good thing. You should have a positive outlook on life. But we all know and have it happen daily, weekly, monthly, whenever, that there are just things in life that aren't positive and aren't happy. And we need to understand how to process those, feel the emotions, and use it to better our lives. In life, you're going to have your ups and downs. You you're, are, You're going to have your good times, your bad times. While we would love to say the bad times yeah. don't happen, they do. They absolutely and do. And you need to respect that, acknowledge it, mm -hmm. 
you and I have talked about, you can't get mired down right. in the bad, but you also can't pretend like it doesn't happen. No, and, and you can't be the person that discounts what somebody else is feeling because you want to make them feel better. When you just say, oh, it didn't it's happen. Okay. It's okay. And I just banged the table for dramatic effect. <laughs> it, it causes horrible feelings inside somebody when this happens. Correct. Like, let's use an example. You lost your job. Mm-hmm. That was something we can all relate to most people. Maybe not all, but a majority we've, of our people. I'm sure we've all been there at right. one point in our life. You lost your job. So your friend says, do you just stay positive? Something good will come along. I mean... It wasn't meant to be. You're going to move on to better things. You're going to move on to bigger and better things. You know what? You are not allowing that person to process that they're angry. They're scared. They don't know what's going to happen to them. And you're not allowing that opportunity for them to process that. They need that opportunity. They need to feel those feelings first. Well, if you don't, you feel a lot of really horrible things. You do. And you need to know that it's okay that you're feeling that way. And that because you're not happy in that moment and you're not trying to look at the positive in that moment, that you're not bad for feeling what you need to feel. It's okay. When you have the, maybe the death of a loved one, which is a real possibility. Yeah. I was at dinner with the the guy that I was a TA for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We went out, we went out and had dinner. He, he's like, I, I need to do something for you because of everything you did for <laughs> yeah. me this semester. And I'm like, okay. So we went and had dinner and it was a surreal experience because eating out is just yeah. very different. We went to this cool little restaurant up in Sugar House called the Dodo here in Salt Lake and kudos to them, by the way, they have everybody wait outside and they have markers to oh, show where you should be. Nice. They nice. only let one person in at a time. So there's not this right. huge mob at right. the front door. They sat us down and the staff was wonderful. As we were talking though, Craig shared with me that he had had four people from his graduating class pass away that week alone. That's so sad. And it's one of those things, mortality. Mm-hmm. It's That's a hard thing. And it's a tough thing to have somebody who's, he, he turns, I think, 69 or 70. I can't okay. remember which next, this month. It's New Year. <laughs> He goes, you know, I I guess I should just realize that that's going to become more of my life. Sadly, yes. Sad thing is a large part of the folks that passed away. Yep. Complications from COVID. Of course, because that's a very, that's the reality we live in right now. It is. To listen to him sit there and kind of ponder mortality. Yeah. It and then after, hard. then after a while, he was, he's like, well, let's talk about happier things. I was like, oh, Okay. Yeah. I didn't want to discount his what he was going through that. at that moment. Yeah. As someone who has lost two very close family members, a sister and a mom within the last five years. In fact, the anniversary of my mom's passing is coming up on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm having a rough weekend. When these people passed away, the mantra of everything happens for a reason, they're at peace. God had a greater plan for them. Those platitudes did not help. I know people were trying to help. I do know that they were trying to give me a positive focus. But you know what I needed to say to them? I miss my mom. I'm angry she's gone. I'm mad that I didn't get to talk to her the day she passed away. I'm angry that I don't have another moment with her. I'm 
you know, angry that my sister's daughter now has to grow up without a mom. I mean, I needed that opportunity, but people wanted to just make me feel better and platitude it away for me. And that actually didn't help me. I had uh, two people, very, very big influences in life. Mm-hmm. My, my grandfather and, and then I had an aunt that passed away. And when you have somebody who passes that's close to you mm-hmm. and, and also being somebody that's been there for someone who has lost somebody close, yeah. it is a weird, awkward space to be in. Oh, it definitely is. Sometimes you don't quite know what to say. And it's almost you like don't. we've we've been programmed to say these things. It, it's true. And I'm not saying that what these people were doing wasn't good. They were definitely trying to help. And, and I knew that. But I feel like they weren't allowing me to work through what I needed to mm-hmm. work through by saying it. Uh, you know, maybe a better thing would be like, you know what? You're right. It does suck. She's gone. What, you know. What do you miss the most about her? Maybe just give me the opportunity to vent or feel better. That's what we're trying to say. We're trying to say that you have to allow people, don't discount what they're going through. Like you did with Craig. You allowed him that opportunity to sit and talk about it. When he was ready to move on, he moved on from it. One of the things I told him, you know, I kind of joked him, like, you're a spry spring chicken, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, he is. <laughs> he he kind of laughed. He's like, oh, God, that ain't true. <laughs> He's fascinating guy, and in so many stories that he he shared with yeah. me over his careers that he's had, having somebody that that talks about something so serious, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I think we just do have that knee jerk reaction of oh it's yeah, it's it, awkward it, let's move on exactly or it's negative let's move on no no you, you, yeah. and, and to be fair right. You and I have talked about, you You can't just stick your fingers in your ear and wish away the bad stuff. No, you can't. You have to face it. You do. Okay. By facing certain emotions, you are learning to grow from those emotions. You're learning a growing experience. You're learning, you know what? I was down and out. I missed my mom. I was angry at the world. I was frustrated. I was pissed off. I was... I I mean, so many emotions go through my head that I can't even verbalize them all. But it also allowed me to grow and move on past those feelings and find a better place. Like, I do know my mom's at peace now. I absolutely know that. But at the time, that's not what I needed to hear. And I had to find that out for myself. We all process at at different speeds. Of course we do. Uh, and, And depending on the situation... We are never going to be fully cognizant of no. the whole situation. Oh, absolutely not. No. You will never know what somebody else has gone through in that situation. We all process different mm. ways. We definitely do. Sometimes, whether you know it or not, when you are trying to gloss over something that somebody is feeling or going through because you think you're helping, you're actually creating some guilt in that person. Um, I can liken this to motherhood, okay? I am a person that suffers from depression. It is a chemical imbalance that runs in my family. There were times in my life where I was just not happy. Okay. No matter what, uh, my kids would giggle and laugh and I'd look at them and think, I'm just 
not happy. I just, nothing I did made me feel better. And you know what I've constantly got? It'll go away. It'll pass. You'll feel better. Or something so much as to say, well, look at your kids. You've got amazing kids. You shouldn't be feeling that way. And by doing that, they were making me feel guilty for having depression. And I think another part of that is shame. What's wrong with me? Yeah. I, I, exactly. And I don't, they didn't mean it to come across like that, but by not this pretending that everything's okay when it's not, isn't helping people. It's not. And that part of that is choosing your circle. You need those people that you can be honest with and that will be honest back to you. Whenever you go through a traumatic experience Mm -hmm. and a lot of this revolves around different forms of trauma. Oh, absolutely. The the death Mm -hmm. of a loved one or a friend, or going through depression, it very much is, you you and I have battled with it. We both do, for sure. This time of year, especially for me, but. We have several friends that fit into that seasonal effectiveness disorder. It's very real. And people discounting it and saying, oh, you'll get over it, you'll get through it. You know what? Let me feel what I'm feeling right now. I know how to process this. I know what I'm doing. And you can't make it better right now. I'm sorry, you can't. And I appreciate you trying. When somebody shares something with you Mm -hmm. along those lines. Yeah. I think it's important to ask a question. And I am, this is one that I struggle with because I tend to try and be the helpful person. Oh, we all do. We all like to be that To to people. Yeah. To ask somebody, do you want me to provide feedback Mm-hmm. Do you want yeah. me to try and help you through this, or are you just looking for me to be a soundboard? Right. And I think that's so important. While we would all love to think everybody wants <laughs> the first option. Right. They usually don't. How many times have you been in a conversation when all you wanted was just somebody to listen? Many times. And this is not meant derogatory towards my husband, but when I do try to you just use him as a sounding board, like I'm I came home from work angry. I'm mad at someone. I'm pissed off at this. I'm pissed off at this situation, or I'm just really sad about this, or I'm very, he instantly tries to jump in and fix it. And I tell him all the time, I just need you to sit there and let me vent. Let me feel these emotions and let me jump from emotion to emotion and thing to thing. It's not an easy thing to just be somebody's sounding board because again, you want to be that helpful person and you want to fix it. Mm-hmm. It's very tough. It I, I think tough. a lot of us really intrinsically oh, want to just help. Of course we do. It, it, it's human nature, I think, to want to be that helpful person. Oh, it absolutely Especially is. if you've been through something similar. Part of what becomes the, the toxic positivity thing is you gloss over it. How many times have you had somebody, well, you know what I've been through? Exactly. And... While, yes, you're probably just trying to show them that you can relate to Mm -hmm. what they're feeling, because I think that's our intention. Yes. I think the intention is that sometimes that's not what they need to hear. They don't need to hear how you handled it or how you did it. They just want to talk about it, and you need to just let them. And that for me, that is one I'm definitely guilty of. I try to share an experience I've had to let them know I understand, but sometimes I see them look at me like, you're not helping. It's how we're trying to relate exactly. to the situation. Exactly. As I was doing research mm-hmm. this week and, and digging through different materials, came across a podcast called Toxic Positivity. That's an awesome name. <laughs> <laughs> by a woman by the name of Lillian Lalo. 
probably butchered that. Sadly, it's a short name. She focuses strictly on how MLMs, multi-level marketing. <laughs> and, and the reason I was fascinated by this is like, I want to hear more. I only listened to two episodes, but she really talks about how toxic positivity is used as a form of brainwashing in multi-level marketing businesses. And I can think of other examples where it is used that way, not mm -hmm. just multi-level marketing, but we'll use that for the example. So she talks about the the cult tactics that they use. Yeah. You and I have shared stories with each other where we've gone through various forms of MLMs. And mm -hmm. anytime you have to join with a membership <laughs> and you have to, quote unquote, build your business and you have a downline and an upline, guess what? That is a multi-level marketing multi -level business. Marketing. Yeah. If you're ashamed to mention what you do <laughs> or you have to disguise to get people to participate, yes, using my air quotes, just come to this meeting. That is an MLM. Yeah. One thing that she talked about was phrases that people use. Oh, geez, yes. You're not working hard enough. Yeah, that one always pissed me you, off. You have one. <laughs> quitter. <laughs> I'm a quitter, apparently, because I wanted to go to my son's football banquet instead of be at some little... Meeting. Meeting, build you up, platitude meeting, and that I'm a quitter because I did that. She talks about how they're really good at using self-improvement materials out there. And oh, they are. Self-improvement is great. Of course it is. We all should be doing it. I mean, you and I, that's what this show is, is right. self-improvement life hacks. But when you're using it to constantly beat somebody into doing something business-wise. That you want them to do. That becomes a problem. It does. She really got into... Uh, just the two episodes I listened to. And I was like, I, I totally relate because I grew up in families that did multi-level marketing mm -hmm. through the 80s and 90s. I think pretty much most people in this podcast have either been a part of one or were raised in one, have Utah, been approached by uh, one. Nobody's shy. Utah no, is Utah the is. capital for MLMs. Yeah, for sure. She talked about uh, a Netflix documentary. I saw it and I was like, part of me was like, maybe I want to say it, but I was like, eh. <laughs> it was, I, I'm, I think it's called, I'm Not Your Guru. By Tony Robbins. Yeah, Tony and she Robert. said she got about 10 minutes into it and had to shut it off. Because while he's trying to say, I'm I, I'm not a guru, he talks about the fact he uses neuro-linguistic programming mm -hmm. and he uses psychology to get oh, people to attend these mass events. If you're going to mass events for this. You're in an MLM. And that can be equated to. And it's to, a way to manipulate you into spending money. It absolutely is. And if you don't want to attend these events. You're shamed. You're shamed for it and you're treated differently and you feel guilty and it's all very much a tactic they use to keep you in there. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> uh, like I, I knew all of it, but I'd never associated it with toxic positivity. Yeah, it was an interesting <laughs> analogy for sure because I MLM's a good one. I was thinking down a different line, which we won't mention. No, I, I think we should. I think you, we do if you, need... If you want to, I'm happy to, by all means. And, and let me put a spin on it here. Because okay, you, you and I were heading the same direction. We were. 2020, mm -hmm. the, the year that it was. Oh, absolutely. We had a lot of people that we know personally mm -hmm. that had three ways of dealing with things. Three, yep. three very particular strategies for that sure. are part of toxic positivity. Denial. Yep. Avoidance. Avoidance, for sure. And then just complete escape of what reality is. Right. Completely just what we're, we're not going to deal in the reality. They were just going to do their own version of reality. This is not particular to one or the other, but no. 
religious people, mm-hmm. religion, if you're doing it for the sake of you're going to be a person of faith, you're going to say a higher power is guiding me and it's in quote unquote God's hands. Right. If you aren't willing to do something yourself to make a situation better, if you truly are expecting some sort of divinity to step mm-hmm. in on your behalf, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Oh, absolutely. E- even if you go through a lot of scriptures, yeah, you're going to see that it, it, it inherently falls on you to take action. Well, that's my belief in that. I mean, it, it's not saying someone else is going to come along and fix things for you. You have to take the action. You have to do what you need to do to fix it. Every every religion that I've encountered over the years, you have to do the action, and then you know, we're, well, yeah. what whatever happens afterwards is mm-hmm. judgment for that action. Right. If you simply just put your fingers in ears, and it's fine. You're you're denying it. You're avoiding it, or you're just saying this isn't real. Right. That unfortunately is a problem. And it absolutely is a problem. And if you're constantly trying to be that person that shames that person for it, you're part of the problem too. Now, if you're a a person of faith that Mm -hmm. is taking your religion and life lessons, applying it has certain things you're striving for in life. Mm Mm-hmm. Great. That I, I truly no, believe I, that that's what religion is. Religion should be that. Absolutely. And that will help you and those around you, your your community. Oh, yeah. If you're just not going to do anything mm-hmm. and it's going to be a shield for you. Yeah. Because you have your fingers and your ears going, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I, I'm pretty sure in the scriptures I read over the years, that's not what's preached. No, it's not. When you're saying everything's fine, everything's fine, and you're afraid to reach out to people and you're afraid to tell them you're not fine, that's where the guilt comes in. Mm -hmm. And that becomes really, really toxic to you. You have to acknowledge that you're not okay. You absolutely have to acknowledge that. And it's okay to acknowledge it. Like, it's okay. The other day, I just looked at my husband and I said, I'm not okay right now. I'm telling you right now, I'm just not okay. And- he just kind of, okay, well, what can I do? You know what? There's nothing you can do. You just have to let me not be okay right now. And I know that's hard on you, but it, I just need to not be okay right it, now. No, knowing Chris oh, yeah. and, and you, yeah, I, I totally relate because he is, <laughs> he's a nurse. He's, he's a healthcare a worker. He is. He's and a fixer. that's how he mm, absolutely. deals with things. Absolutely. Now, one last spot I kind of want to visit on this too is relationships. Oh, for sure. Uh, unhealthy <laughs> relationships. Think about it in the terms of if you know somebody that's going through an abusive relationship. Yes. A relationship that's built on some form of dishonesty, deceit, lies. Yeah. Uh, maybe an unfaithful partner. Yeah. Or a, a spouse maybe that's addicted to something. Correct. And definitely know people like that. Been there. You know, yeah. I, I know you have. Been there several times. Yes. And it could be there There were times that I would reach out to you and others and, mm-hmm. and talk about it. Sometimes I just wanted to vent. Other times it, it really took me finding right. in, inside to deal with it. I would also, there was a lot of the times where I just said anything, well, you know, eventually it'll be fine. It's going to be okay. It's going to fix. But it doesn't. It, it didn't. I have a grandmother. She would tell spouses of her children mm-hmm. that, you know what, your partner cheated. Mm-hmm. You just need to be okay with that. No, they don't 
Absolutely need to just be okay with that. don't have to just be okay but with that. it was their fault the relationship didn't work out because they weren't just okay with it. Exactly. And that's not and the I'm right like, thing. Having this, well, it, it didn't happen or, or ignoring it or right. guess what? No, the people that dealt with it and, mm-hmm. and really did something about it, they right. did the right thing. Right. It, you're, what you're saying is you're not saying that eventually they might find resolve to forgive that and to move on. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is they were saying, no, just be okay with it. You don't have to deal with any of it. Just move on. Well, not just don't, move don't, past it. Don't talk about it. Yeah, move past it. No, that's not the right thing. No. To be honest, there's there's times where I still get kind of frustrated mm-hmm. when I hear, I, I don't hear it nearly as often, but when I did hear it, it made me so mad. Oh, yeah. Because sure. I'm just like, that's wrong. Yeah, it is wrong. The, the Lord will help you forgive. Yeah, no. A uh, tough one for me. Yeah. There's a lot of areas that this comes from you. Or yeah. It comes from, yeah. comes at you. from well, For sure. And, and, may, and to be honest, it probably does come from us as well. Yeah. I know I've done it as well. I, I've kind of thought we've and went, all done oh, it. We've all oh. done it. I because I think we do try to be a positive people <laughs> right. in general. Let's uh, let me just go over a couple toxic yep. statements and ways you can reword it. To Please. Help. Somebody says, "Just stay positive." That's a toxic state. Instead, you could maybe say, "Hey, I'm listening." Maybe that's a better way to do it. So, uh, another toxic statement. I'm not going to do a bunch of them, but saying it could be worse. To me, that's the one that drives me absolutely crazy. The sad thing is, A, I've told that to myself. (laughs) I've told that to others. So instead of saying that, maybe try, that must be really hard. Talk to me about it. Validate that what they're going through feels is hard and makes and help them bring that out instead of just saying, you know, it it could be worse. Acknowledgement's part of it. They don't want to hear that. How about a toxic statement of uh, failure isn't an option? How many times have we heard that? Maybe instead say failure sometimes is a part of life and it might happen. So how are you going to deal with it? Give them that opportunity. Another one of my favorites is happiness is a choice. Mindset overall (laughs) is a choice. It is. How about instead saying your feelings are valid and what are you feeling right now? Those are all ways you can reframe the conversation. What about good vibes only? We talked about that at the start of the podcast. That one... And that one especially is prevalent in social media. It is. And how about saying instead, I'm here no matter what. Maybe just, these are just some examples, guys. There's a thousand out there. (laughs) There's a thousand out there. And I'm just, I know I'm guilty of saying every single one of these. And when I saw another way to revamp it and to rephrase it, you're still showing that person that you want them to be happy. You want them to work through this, but that you're listening and you don't, you're not making them feel guilty for feeling what they're feeling. I would say we, we just kind of roll into the weekly challenge of yeah. be conscious of what you're saying to others. Absolutely. If somebody tells you something they're going through, mm-hmm. if somebody shares something with you, don't immediately just dismiss it and, oh, it's going to be okay. Because yeah. A, no. it may not. And maybe what they're feeling is very valid and they're going to learn something about themselves feeling what they're going through. I would say feelings are valid no matter what. Oh, they are. There's no right or wrong way to feel about something. There's just not. And either reframe what you're saying. Yeah. Or also just give them the opportunity. And I would challenge you to also ask that question. Do you want me to provide feedback or are you looking for and just need to be a sounding board? 
And that then then that's and huge. Be okay with it. Because there's sometimes you do want feedback. But there's other times, no, I just want you to sit and listen. Just sit there, look at me, and listen to mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So that's great. I like that. That's our first show of season two. Woohoo, go season two. Welcome so, to 2021, everyone. We are so happy to be back. We've got a lot going on in the future, as we, we mentioned. Do. Guests, I will be getting the website up shortly. Yeah. I'm trying to be a lot more conscious of putting stuff into the show links as well. Yes. I will be sure to put our Facebook as well as our Instagram post mm-hmm. in there for this week so you can find us. That will give you immediate access to, access to what we're sharing. <laughs> exactly. And Angie and I have also kind of resolved since it's New Year's. We have. To be a little bit more active on there. Yeah. If there's something you would like us to talk about or any ideas you want to share or any feedback, please reach out to both of us. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We look forward to speaking with you all throughout this coming year. Yes, we do. And thank you for spending time with us. Have a good week.